matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Okay, terrific. Language and writing were made available. He'll teach you everything. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Well, hey, would you look at that? I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better. You're you. And today we're going to talk about how to write better. Here we go. Nearly every week, I gather a bunch of writers and we hang out on Zoom and we work through what everybody's writing. We do two or three pages of feedback, critique, and notes. They ask some questions. We talk about how to improve things or tweak things or shape things or just how to make better decisions and generally lift each other up through the course of what we're producing and what we're saying and doing. The number one question that arises out of this situation is, hey, I wrote a thing. I don't know if it's any good. That's what I want to cover today because I think every writer regularly at some point, multiple times a day, multiple times an hour, whatever, goes through this sort of questioning stage of, I don't know if what I'm doing is any good or is it good if I take the story in this direction or is it good if I write it like that? Let me, let me bring you some, maybe some peace about this. At least I hope this brings you some peace. You're not going to know if it's good. You're not. What you think of as knowing that it's good is based on the response of somebody else. And we can't control how they respond to it. In this interaction, what we can control is how well we produce our side of it. They, the reader, doesn't have to like it. We want them to. It would be great if they did. But they don't have to like it. It's, it's, it's okay we need to have our confidence seated very firmly in the idea that I have done the best job possible at the thing I'm trying to do. Whether I'm writing a sentence describing a cloud or whether I'm writing the action scene where the car chase kicks off or whether I'm writing the villain monologue or, or any anything else, you need to make sure that you have done that thing to the best of your ability. And if that means you need to slow down and focus on the words and focus on the craft do it. It's No one gives a shit about how fast you're going. What we care about is how well you do the thing. And the reason we want to do that is because no matter what their response is, the reader's response, they give it five stars, two stars, three stars, no stars. They don't read it. They return it. They throw it in the gutter. They, they swear they're going to read it and never do anything. Whatever the hell their response is, like it or hate it, the confidence is going to come from, I did a thing to the best of my ability. And their response to it is not a reflection on my effort because I know I did my best. I think too often a lot of writers get hung up on that. I think too often a lot of writers trade on it or cash it in so that how people respond validates the level of work they did. Well, they liked it, so I must have done a good job. That's a terrible strategy for developing your own ideas. That's a terrible way of going through this sort of whole creative process because what that's setting you up to do is constantly wait for other people to give you permission to be okay, to certify that it's okay, and you're forever waiting for someone else to say, you did good. 
the whole point of art, whether we're painting something or photographing something or doing this or doing that, whatever it is, the whole point is the knowledge that we have expressed ourselves through our work. And there is very little reason, very little good, very little point in expressing yourself inarticulately, poorly, weakly, or half-acidly, right? Like we wouldn't slop our way through when we're trying to express ourselves because that would be a poor reflection of ourselves. And we would, I would assume, never want to do that intentionally. So in every inch of developing your story, in every inch of writing down a thing, do it to the best of your ability. Now, sometimes that's going to be really easy. Sometimes you're just going to write a sentence, da-da-da-da-da. You know, she says, chicken, please. And that's the whole sentence. And, you know, we've done that to the best of our ability. Some people are going to hear this, though, and start thinking about how they need to, like, hyper-fixate on the detail of every single word and every single contingent domino. If I say chicken, please, then I can't use please two sentences from now because we shouldn't repeat words. First of all, you can repeat all the fucking words you want. No one gives a fuck. But the the idea that all this stuff is so hyper-dependent and hyper-related misunderstands a fundamental thing and, well, it misunderstands several things about writing but primarily what that's going to do for you is set you up to always hold yourself back because you're you're not building a house of cards out of spider silk and dreams. You're building a house of cards out of cards. They can bend, they can wobble, they have some structural integrity. They're, they're card stock as opposed to wispy ephemeral bullshit. The point is, and I kind of rambled and lost the train of thought there, the point is that it's dependent on each other only in as much as the scene goes in the direction that the stuff before it leads us to. We don't have to overthink and over-engineer every sentence. A hypercritical writer who does that is really only looking for reasons to stall out and hold themselves back, generally out of fear. I need it to be good. I need it to do okay. I need to validate and prove that the time I spent or my degree or my age or my effort or my labor or my time was somehow good enough that I'm not a mistake, that I'm not a problem, that I'm not doing it wrong, that I'm not wasting my time, that I didn't you know, waste my entire youth because now I'm doing this when I'm older or something in that sort of vein of pursuit. The story needs to be the best you can make it at the time you make it, but that doesn't mean it's the best ever. You'll improve. A year from now, if you continue writing, continue practicing, continue asking questions, seeking knowledge, and trying, you will be a better writer, presumably, than if you didn't do any of those things. But that doesn't mean you have to wait until the end of some period of time before you start writing. Writing, in particular, amongst the arts, is an iterative process. You get better as you go. So, keep writing and you'll get better over time. And yes, you might look backwards and go, God, I would rewrite this whole thing if I knew then what I know now, but we don't possess the ability to have time travel. So instead we're left with this idea where we just have to accept that we did the best we could at the time when we did the thing. And whether we are developing an idea and thinking it all the way through or whether we are writing it out or whether we are finishing it off, our best work is made in front of us at the time. And if we're not doing that on purpose, if we are purposefully holding back for whatever reason, that is something to examine. That is something to question. 
Why are you holding yourself back? Why are you holding yourself to this unreasonable standard of hyperdependence? Why are you making this harder on yourself when it's already pretty hard to do? And the point was for you to enjoy doing this. Why are you doing those things? Definitely something to think about. I'll talk to you next week.